<laughs> like you said startup world startup world kind of sounds like i mean it sounds like a digital version of hobby lobby you know like hobby <laughs> lobby has all these like bits and pieces and tools and like startup startup world is like where you go to build your startup if you're building a startup from scratch it's like a sur la table yeah for but for but bad their, ideas their tagline is hustle and grind yes hustle and grind i picture hustle and grind is more of a like a, a dual purpose nightclub and startup accelerator. <laughs> you just don't have to change any of the branding on it. Welcome to Let's Make a Unicorn, the startup podcast for people who don't like. I need to enunciate better. I keep every time I say people for and people I listen who to don't it, like I hate enunciating. It. For people, 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 it's your people. For, for people who don't like podcast intros, for people, for people, you know what? This is the first time in like three episodes that we've actually done done the intro, intro like, during the intro. So welcome to Let's Make a Unicorn, the podcast for people who just had no idea what they were listening to before. <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> yeah, you're you know, not going like, to find this on a on a, on Hulu, right? Like you have to be looking for you have to be looking a, for a podcast. You're like on Netflix, kind of you know trying to figure out where you want to pause your your cursor because you know that something will just autoplay, and and you accidentally stumble on a podcast. Yeah, it's like saying welcome. ATM machine. It's like you don't need the redundancy. I'm searching for a podcast. I know what I'm searching for. I got it. Oh, okay. Well, so not only have I failed to introduce our podcast, I've also failed to introduce our guest. Welcome mm-hmm. to the show. Uh, is it Justin Bo? I know your name, but like, do you go by Justin Bo? Because I only wow. know you by like your stage name, J-Bo. Well, you don't only know me by that. You do know my, no, this my is Christian actually, name. Uh, this is the only time that Jonathan has ever is uttered that what the, the word J stands, stands for? <laughs> Crazy! I thought it was just um, the letter. I thought his name was J Bo. J A Y Bo. Um, to answer your question, uh, J Smith, it's whatever you want it to be. So okay. you can call me. Well, Justin, I'm going to be. You're going to be J Bo. You can call me Big Daddy. It doesn't matter. You're going to be. I've changed my mind. Mm-hmm. You're going to be Big Daddy. This whole I, thing, I and, I'll, and I'll be a little sister from Bioshock. Okay, hey, I'm just gonna stay Levi if that's cool with you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. it's glad not. we've sorted this out. Maybe this is why we don't have more guests. <laughs> oh, I have to choose. Okay, so welcome, uh, welcome J Bo to the show. Oh, it rhymes. So the format of this show is we all come up with our absolute best startup mm. ideas. Well, always our finest mm-hmm. startup ideas yes, that we've spent years on. And today I, I've heard a little birdie also named Levi. Mm-hmm. Told me that Levi mm-hmm. uh, has a pitch for us. Yeah, and this one, you know, um, I think recently we mentioned this last week. Uh, we've been kind of going more like, a, I don't know, like explainer video. Yeah, like yeah. it hasn't um, been pitches in the traditional right. sense. So I decided to put this one in a more traditional demo day pitch, where I'm like yeah. stepping up on stage. So um, a white man is doing it, right? So I'm just going to get in character by well actually i haven't even thought of what my walk-in song what what's my walk what, what should my walk-in song be it doesn't have to be on theme with the pitch uh bare naked ladies one week <laughs> okay but but all it is is just yeah it's been <laughs> just over and, and over again and, and yeah. it's been and then i just walk on um 
There are 2.5 quintillion bytes of data being created every day. Photos, tweets, emails, text messages, emoji, notifications. We are making new things out of nothing constantly. And right now, we're storing all of this stuff in the cloud. But can the cloud be trusted? Who has access to this cloud? Is your stuff actually safe? Is your stuff being sold? Introducing Hoarder, the first <laughs> cloud-to-physical backup solution. <laughs> We believe that everyday people, not big tech companies, know how to protect their data best. That's why Hoarder connects with your existing digital services and makes an exact copy of every single piece of data and content a user creates, prints it out, and ships it to them every week. <laughs> Let's say Nancy records a TikTok. What happens when that video sharing service decides to shut down, or even worse, Use that 43-year-old housewife's dance routine to Florida's take a shot and make a TikTok in their <laughs> own corporate marketing campaign. Hoarder keeps it safe by downloading that video file, transcoding it, burning it on a DVD, and shipping it straight to Nancy for her safekeeping. Our team is made up solely of people who applied to work at Google but were too old. <laughs> if you're interested in talking with us, come over to our booth and pick up a flyer. Remember, <laughs> remember how I said that 2.5 quintillion bytes of data are being created every day? Incidentally, that's also our total addressable market. <laughs> Bring your content home with you with Hoarder. <laughs> I thought about calling it Pack Rat, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hoarder. Hoarder is great because I assume there's no E. Well, obviously, it's a yeah. startup. Yeah, Hoarder. Just two R's. Well, yeah, which is also, I think that's now, like, no longer in vogue, which also makes it perfect for the whole it, tableau you were painting. Right. It's perfect for Hoarder. I mean, the the logo that I'm imagining is just the name Hoarder, but uh -huh. in, the in like, that gaudy, triple-outlined bubble text with a, a solid <laughs> yes. drop shadow, mm. circa yeah. 2002, yeah. like Web 2.0. Since the the dropping the letters isn't in vogue, is, is, it in more, is it more in vogue now to add letters, just random letters? To your, yeah, well, yeah, well, that, to that's a whole name? thing too. Like an extra R, right? Hoarder, mm -hmm. hoarder, er, yeah. Right. Or have it start with a P and just tell everybody it's silent, right? Or just yeah. put the P somewhere else in there, mm -hmm. right? And Hoard, tell them that Hoard, it's silent. Yeah. It's, hoarder, it's like a, with a silent P. You're now just describe you're now just describing the word hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah, it's because there are too many like, letters. Spell like hors d'oeuvres. When I get in my soapbox for a second, there are too many letters <laughs> in that word. And I think technically it's a hyphenate, but you know, go fuck yourself. It's been a long day. <laughs> Hoarder, but the P is silent. <laughs> well yeah i mean this this gets us back into the whole gif gif debate right like can the creator completely change the way phonetics work in order to support what they um, believe well only if the, cre if the creator is correct and it's pronounced gif that's mm, not correct you don't get a change how the english works it's he made it he made doesn't it matter. and he says doesn't it rhymes with the peanut butter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter Hundreds and hundreds of words that were created by someone have changed their pronunciation because well, they how were does, entered how does... into a common lexicon, and now the dictionary, the dictionary now no, defines. No, that's not true. No, that's it is not true. true. Gift, it is true. Gift dictionary. Just googling. You... Gift. Mm. It no, says no, no. gif. 
I don't. I it don't says care what the dictionary says about GIF. I care about what enough Whoa, people. Wait, wait a second. Th- no, hold on. Did what you just trump people- on me? What did you just did you just go to a completely different reasoning once your your core premise was disproved? No, I'm not talking about GIF. I'm talking about other words in the dictionary right now. <laughs> other words. I also I don't I don't give a fuck about GIF or GIF. I actually say it different each time, oh, uh, just to keep you're like on the toes. you're like the Joker, chaotic of the neutral. file format world, yeah. just yeah. chaos. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually chaotic. Oh. It's uh, cha- <laughs> chaotic neutral. Because why not? <laughs> Levi just created a new word, so he gets to name it and yes. how it's pronounced. Yeah. You're welcome. The it's company's like name is spelled like hoarder, but it's pronounced kitty cat because <laughs> apparently there are no more rules. So I've been buying a lot of stuff on Amazon lately. Stress um, buying? I mean, yeah, this is the a lot of, mm-hmm. of Halloween, a lot of stress buying. I, I say that I need them, but I don't, I don't need them. And, you know, you sort of a, a, a now common behavior that I think didn't used to exist is that we all check the reviews, oh, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like, well, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to look at the reviews. I don't really know how to interpret the reviews. I'm not sure if they're inflated, but I'm, I'm going to read the reviews. And because of that behavior, I've been reading a lot of reviews, reviews of books, reviews of you know, uh, uh, household items, reviews mm-hmm. of clothes. It's like, I'm just stuck in this review hell. Something I've noticed is most of the time the review is like, uh, pretty good. I'd buy it again. And sometimes it's like a horribly misspelled amalgamation yeah. of, of, of hatred and poor buying decisions. But there's a lot, I've seen a lot more of these like novellas in the reviews where mm-hmm. like somebody's like, I bought this for my 12 year old Tommy and boy, did he love it. We've been living in Maine for a while now. And I was like, wait a second. Why are people like writing stories for reviews? But like I guarantee any product with a lot of reviews, you only have to go like a page or two before you saw somebody's like mm-hmm. personal blog in this review for like a pizza cutter. Yeah, it's horrible. You, you think they were writing like a recipe on recipes.com. <laughs> didn't know where you were going when i was when i was four years old in tuscany oh shit that's what you're talking about yes (laughs) were they like they don't they don't just give you they don't just tell you how to make it i don't need to know your whole backstory yes so this is the same i think these are part and parcel this is the same phenomenon and i'm not saying that people need to write shorter reviews it's not what i'm going for i just think that that if we want to sell products that the stories in these reviews need to be a little bit better so uh, I'm calling it lit review. And what it does <laughs> is it takes your shitty review that you wrote that nobody cares about and it processes it through our proprietary ML AI speech recognition GPT3 process <laughs> that we invented. Uh, and it turns it into something much more compelling. So I've, I've, I've come up with some, some examples for you if you guys want to hear them. So, Imagine this. I'm seated in an office, surrounded by heads and bodies. My posture is consciously congruent to the shape of my hard chair. This is a cold room, wood-walled, Remington-hung, double-windowed, and damn are these the best windows I've ever purchased. (laughs) Thank you, Amazon. (laughs) That had some strong, like, romance novel vibes right up front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 So I've heard. Right, yeah. So I've got another one for you. My face looked like it had been jammed into the spokes of a speeding Harley. 
and the only thing keeping me awake was the spastic pain of a broken rib. It had been a bad trip. Fast and wild in some moments, slow and dirty in others. I'm so glad I brought my right guard deodorant, because without it, I don't think I could have made it. Four stars. <laughs> four, four out of four would purchase again. So that, so that one, like, I was just giving you a sample of my infinite jest filter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, that last one there was my, the, uh, the Hunter S. Thompson setting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, where it's like, where it's like, I picked up a whore south of Tucson. <laughs> We'd been going for six or seven hours, and just to keep us running, I fished out a moldy bag of low sodium saltines, and they tasted pretty good actually. And I, I would really recommend them if you're looking for something with less salt. Hard to distinguish between the grains of salt and the <laughs> grains of sand stuck beneath but, my but fingernails from somewhere in Oklahoma, where we verred off the road. I think you need to be drawn in, right? Like right. I, I think a good story draws you in, and that's what these people are going for. They just lack the they lack the the literary uh, uh, sort of you know wherewithal, yeah, to really write a compelling story. So I, th- I think what I'm saying is I think we're on to something. I just want better stories in the reviews. Well, I like this too because it reminds me of product placements in in feature films, and I think this is just kind of a nice in between of, yeah. of yeah. a solid just. Four to five star rating, no review text, and then Wayne's World two, you know. And so if you <laughs> yeah, can find yes. that that middle ground of of not too far on the nose, but you really do hook people in, and then have something that is is just completely product placement is right. is great. And I don't care if the story's real. I I just want to be taken away totally anytime I'm yes. on Amazon. That's it. I want I want to be able to experience really great sort of narrative in the context of his reviews that I'm mm-hmm. reading anyway. And so I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Uh, this is the Cormac McCarthy setting. <laughs> he slept, and when he woke, he dreamt of the dead standing about in their bones and the dark sockets of their eyes that were indeed without speculation bottomed the void wherein lay a terrible intelligence common to all, none of which would speak, but damn, these Doritos are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, Justin, you've sort of, you know, you've sort of seen the, the uh, you've sort of seen the masters. <laughs> Levi, you're no. undermining, you're undermining my joke with your laughter. Bullshit. <laughs> that was so Just, All right, Jaybo. Uh, yes, Jaybo, you've seen the masters, sort of, you know, you know the the, you know, go for it. You know, what have you, uh, you know, what do you bring into the table? I think is what I'm asking. I am intimidated. I will right off the bat. Just want to be very clear. Thank you. About yes. that. Uh, I don't feel good anymore. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. It just took it to a level that I wasn't prepared for. All yeah. right, so I have Well, three... thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, yeah. We'll see <laughs> just, we'll just send them up there. Yeah. Glad I could provide a laugh track. <laughs> all right, so I have structured all of these as, as uh, explainer videos, to a degree. Which makes... It's sort of like what you do for a living. It's what so I, I do for a living, would, so it's the yeah, easiest yeah. Uh, barrier of entry for me to cross... Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, let me, let me start with the first one. Voting is the time for your voice and opinions to be heard. So why does it have to suck so bad? You see, you do a ton of research, but that just leaves you in between a rock and a different, but equally bad rock. Polls are crowded, (laughs) unorganized with long lines filled with angry and annoyed people. 
There are no bathroom breaks, no food, and no fun. It feels like prison, but with no yard time. <laughs> At the end of it, you get a tiny little sticker that everyone already has. It's just so dang boring. You see, the problem is that the problem with voting is the experience hasn't really changed since our forefathers were wearing powdered wigs trying to cover up their syphilis. Sure, there are some new machines out there, but they don't really help level up the experience of voting. That's why we've created Loop Poll, the world's first luxury voting experience. Go from being a suppressed voter to an impressed voter. It's like Delta One or the Amex Black Card for voting. With Loop Poll VIP, you get the that exclusive club feel and attention you so desperately crave. On election day, simply walk directly to the front of the line and hand your all-metal identification card to the nearest <laughs> bouncer. You will be let through the velvet ropes onto the red carpet. Because the best part of any VIP experience is letting everyone know that you're a VIP. Mm-hmm. From there, you're handed a gift bag, including a large I Voted sticker designed by Banksy. <laughs> there will be additional limited edition merch that you can buy today and sell tomorrow on eBay, all designed by Kanye West. <laughs> Next, you'll be ushered to our VIP waiting area where where you'll have bottle service and an Instagram photo booth to show your friends that new drip. Also included is a raw sushi bar and unreleased music provided by DJ Phil Abusta. (laughs) Go from Jerry meandering to Jerry pampering with Luke Pole. We've made the choosing process simple by taking out the choice. Just take a quick and easy survey with the issues that matter to you. Questions like, how, like, chill do you want the president to be? And so <laughs> after answering the questions, our own patent-pending, AI-enabled recommendation engine, Woke, will automatically <laughs> vote for the candidate based on your responses. We even provide you with a series of auto-generated tweets aimed at aggressively supporting your newly found political allegiance. <laughs> after your vote is cast, watch the resu- results pour in while we're pouring Don Perignon at the official after-party with a jaw japping <laughs> performance by Pitbull. <laughs> it'll it'll be like Capitol Hill and Coachella had a baby while Russia watched. <laughs> because voting is a birthright for some Americans, Loophole is based on a freemium business model. The free version will have paid advertisements throughout the line, on the voting machines, and on your I Voted sticker from such all-American institutions as Fred Ruckers and Red Bull. <laughs> We've already worked out an exclusive deal to provide on-site food vending mach- uh, services where we'll earn a percentage of all concessions sold by Burger King. <laughs> the world is changing and our voting process needs to keep up. Don't settle for the old way of voting. Turn your political party into a party party with loophole. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> that that is what yes. I would just I couldn't think of what my voting experience had been missing mm-hmm. and it I thought everything. it was like a hope of any sense of peace ever. But the thing it was really missing was like sponsorships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, think about how easier it will the taking the news of four more years of of hell and oppression if you're uh, drunk on Dom. Yeah, it's like it. well, welcome, welcome to the MetLife 2020 election, brought to you by Red Bull. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they, they could they could bring in so much money for these election operations and really upgrade it if they just you know let some more. You know, what I'm saying is I think what our elections need is more money poured into them from outside parties. I think that's a real – that's a novel idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like the the idea here is – this is my pitch to the end user, but there is a subsequent pitch that goes to the government as a whole. And the idea yeah. there yeah. is privatizing the voting process to make it more <laughs> – 
engaging and fun for everybody. And you know what? What kind of money could you think we could possibly raise if the presidents were able to um, to campaign during? The actual like at the polls themselves by right, paying right. extra for you know maybe um, you know I, I had I had an idea in here that I, I ended up taking out because I don't I didn't think it really fit but what if in this VIP model you got three votes instead of your normal one <laughs> you know yeah. and then that uh-huh. way you're we're essentially essentially paying to play which is it's worked out really well for Call of Duty why not work really well for our Political totally, system. and I think with the multiple votes too, you can kind of like, you know, like get one out of your system too. Like you could do the whole like I'm going to vote for Kanye West, but also mm-hmm. vote yeah. for an actual candidate. Yeah, and so let's just get it, let's get rid of the electoral college. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> See, I'm going to put a hard stop there. Okay, so we have some fun. <laughs> but I, from what I hear, that's impossible to do. <laughs> no, who could ever so, do that? So, real talk. Yeah. This this idea stemmed from a an idea I had for. How to fix elections? Uh, not not fix in the in the mafia sense, but yeah, fix in the <laughs> of of the idea of you just you just take a like a uh, a survey and you don't get to choose who you vote for ever. You don't you don't see that you don't ever hit the hit that Trump button or hit the Biden. Trust button. our trust our proprietary algorithm. It's just a are you uh, are you okay with racism? Yes or no. And you just go through and you pick all of your your choices and uh, it votes for you based on that. So that way you never have to you never have to choose based on dumb shit. Okay, so that's pitch number uno. I liked it. Number uno. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty strong. You know, what, what else you got for us? All right. So here we go for pitch number two. You work hard. It's the hustle and grind. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Did Uh-oh. I say hustle and grind? Was I the one that suggested yeah, I that? I don't know. No. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember. I it's, it, who, who could? Who could know in uh, this yeah. day and age? I mean, probably. Based we'll on probably it. never know. Yeah. You know. All right. All right. Straight face. You work hard. It's the. <laughs> You work hard. It's the hustle and grind that will get you to where you want to be in life. But there are plenty of obstacles that get in the way. And most of the time, those obstacles come in the form of the inconsiderate people around you. Maybe it's your upstairs neighbor that decided to bust out the roller skates after 30 years, or the uncontrollable barking dog next door, or an inter-office co-worker feud that's simply gotten out of hand. But how do you fix it? You don't want to have an awkward confrontation to teach somebody how to be decent. That's why we've created Vapor Glow. Your passive-aggressive revenge partner. <laughs> we ensure that all offending parties are held responsible for their so- for their social faux pas. Vapor Glow provides a free consultation to get a clear understanding um, of your specific situation. We then devise a three-step plan designed to get under the skin of your assailant while keeping your hands clean. From blasting a neighbor's unruly antics right back at them to discreetly playing a dog whistle in the middle of the night to adding a covert diuretic to the sandwich your coworker constantly steals from you. <laughs> Our covert team uh, makes sure you have an alibi while we work so you are never held accountable for anything. You simply don't have time or the guts to deal with these annoying little petty issues. It's not your job to gaslight people into acting how you want. It's ours. Vapor glow. <laughs> this is wow. th- you've done it. 
that's this, this is revenge as a service. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Revenge is a service. I'm going to write that yeah, one down. Yeah, you're inventing a yeah. whole new market. Ras. Ras. If anybody, and, and just, just to get into the etymology, etymology of the name, vapor glow, gas, lighting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there uh, is, there, yeah, like yeah there's definitely some letters missing in this one. I know it's a little, it's not in vogue anymore, but it's V-A-P-R-G-L-O. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's thing. I can see that on like a like a like a cool sticker I put on my laptop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people will think that you might vape too, which is pretty cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's which I mean, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Third pitch. Third pitch. Here we go. Third pitch. Take us home. <laughs> Take us home, Jaybo. Take us home. <clears throat> Paying money to work. It doesn't make any. <laughs> <laughs> Paying money to work. It doesn't make sense. So why would you dish out a ton of cash to go lift some weights and flip a tire back and forth for a few hours? Being healthy is important, but you shouldn't have to go broke doing it. At Swole Home, you get paid to work out by connecting with a homeowner that has a, that has a house and or yard work to be done. Instead of lifting weights, lift boxes for a kind old lady. Instead of hitting a tire with a sledgehammer, chop down a fallen tree in front of an orphanage. Instead of working your back on a machine, paint a veteran's fence. Simply log on to the Swole Home app and find local people who need your help. Swole Home tracks the amount of calories that you can expect to lose per session and the time each session will take. Accept jobs based on the pay or offer to do it pro bono. Swole Home keeps a small percentage of any payouts. Why waste your time and money when you can get paid to help others while getting an amazing workout? Sign up for Swole Home today. Wow. Wow. I. That, oh, my God. I had something eerily similar, and I was trying to think of what to call it swole home is so much better i just came up it's, with a home gym yeah. until i realized <laughs> oh this is chore monster for grown-ups <laughs> <laughs> yeah.